Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where the two of us endeavor to read the entire in-game Pokedex one Pokemon at a time. Hi, Will. Hi, Brayden. How's it going? It's pretty good. Uh, yeah. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's, uh... I'm playing a lot of uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic again, which which I I, I like a lot uh, for some reason, and uh, <laughs> making, making YouTube videos about it is fun. Uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm. My head's been at a lot lately. Uh, uh, how how about you? You did, did some traveling recently. Do you feel uh, refreshed and and revigorated from your uh, vacation? I do. I I feel somewhat invigorated from taking some time off. Nice. Uh, it was it was really nice. Um, got to spend some time on the on the water and hang out with dogs and went to a wedding and it was it was a swell time. Nice, that's good. Yeah, I uh, went to um, one of Callie's friends has a uh, like a a lake a lake cabin. Her family has a lake cabin, mm-hmm. and there had been on the east coast. There's black flies, which are just little flies that will bite you. Um, oh, they like, bite! Yeah, they, they're biting flies. The flies and aren't it, supposed to do that. Well, on the east coast, they do, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just kind of like a little itch. It's like not a super bad bite, but you know. And so, they, they are, had what those. do they get out of it? Are they just are they like um, eating I th- you? I think maybe yeah. I think maybe they they like suck a little blood. I'm not sure. I, I didn't I didn't really do any research into. Black okay, flies. sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrogate you about black flies. So. That's that's fine. No, it's. I mean, I don't have the answers, but uh, it is worth uh, worth investigating. Um, but they had those electric fly swatters. <laughs> Oh, and yeah. I was just sitting outside because it was like they were on the water. That's where the flies bleed. They're just endless in number, just clouds and clouds of these flies. So I was just oh. like waving one of those electric fly swatters around <laughs> my body and just like mass murdering flies. Oh gosh, well how could you? It was it was uh, they're sacred quite a time. creatures. Anyway, Some if black this was fly Pokemon, then punkies. Wait, what? Some black fly species are referred, also referred to as punkies or noceums. Noceums, yeah, sure. That makes sense. I'm trying to find out why they do this. Uh, okay, they slash a hole in the skin to feed on blood. Slash a hole in the skin? The pain, swelling, it, blood associated with the bite is the body's response to the fly's saliva. Hmm. Uh. Well, they're uh, they're little jerks, and I killed so many of them. <laughs> nice. Um, well, that's uh, what do what do we rate uh, black flies on the on the humanity scale? <laughs> Zero, one. Okay, okay. Otherwise, I would feel bad. Yeah, good, good. Um, we should talk about. Uh, actual animals. Actual though. Pokemon instead yeah. of fake little monster Pokemon. Ugh, bite me. That's that's not, not what a Pokemon would do, unless it <laughs> did. Yeah, they might. Not this one, probably. Um, probably not. This Pokemon that we're talking about uh, is going to be named 
Cherim. It is the evolution of Cheruby, who we talked about on the last episode. Um, Cherim's kind of weird. Yeah, it's undergone some pretty significant changes from being yeah. a little cherry. It's, it was a cherry, and now it's uh, a flower that is sometimes blooming and sometimes not. Uh, yeah, this is four- one of the Pokemon that just has... It's just different forms, right? Like, right. You you don't. It's not like when it evolves. It depending on the time of day. It's not one of those. No, no, no. It's, it's just like it, it just changes. I think it, in in the beginning it was uh, whenever you used a move that caused sunny weather, it would mm-hmm. transform into its uh, sunshine form, I guess. Uh, and I think later games where like weather is a actual thing just happening all the time like it, it's maybe right and sword more, and shield you're just walking around form. and it'll be like randomly especially in the wild area i feel like is mm. there will just be weather inclement right. weather yeah um but cherim is uh what number 421 still a grass type it's uh the blossom pokemon now it's uh one foot eight inches and 20 and a half pounds so still pretty small but uh, definitely, definitely an upgrade, uh, in size. What was Cherby was like seven pounds. So. Oh yeah. Significantly. Yeah. Um, it's normally in its, uh, overcast form, I believe it's called, uh, which yeah, is, I think that's right. looks kind of like, uh, an eggplant that turns into a peeled banana at the end. Uh, yeah and out out of the peel it's got i guess uh there could be like petals um, yeah it's like for an upside down flower um it's like two little feet and like uh almost almost an actual cherubi in there i think that's an eye on oh really oh you're right it is yeah oh i was thinking that it was a mouth and that uh its eyes are underneath its little petals. Uh, it's it's hard but to tell. I think it's I think you're right. I think it's an eye. Yeah. Because you and got looks... that animated one of of it little dancing around a little bit, and mm, when its there's petals move eye. up, there's another little eye. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of got that almost like a, a Swadloon vibe, you know? With that was the the bug Pokemon that evolved into Lavani that had the kind of uh, blanket leaf wrapped around it all the time yeah right um so that's definitely kind of the similar vibes it looks like its eyes are usually closed it seems to not want to come out if the if the sun's not out which which makes sense it's got its petals closed except uh when it does transform into its its sunshine form it looks quite a bit different like all of like totally different the colors are, are totally different like you see um uh the the petals on you know the overcast form are like purple and way bigger than any of the petals on the sunshine form yeah it has more petals and they're pink instead um even even from the back um you can see that they're they're also pink but it's It's just kind of strange yeah it's 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 odd um it has kind of a star shirt except like the two um top arms of the star are actually arms Oh yeah, it's got like little points coming off the bottom of the yeah. 
has little has little nubbin legs, kind of like uh, Cherubi did. Uh, a big, big round face with a smile and some shining little red eyes, and then two almost kind of like bug eyes above its regular eyes. Uh, Do we think those little... are eyes, or are they more little nutrition I, spheres? I, yeah, they're probably. Uh, what what was the term? Uh, it's <laughs> nutrient rich storage ball. <laughs> yeah, they're not the primary sphere. Uh, yeah, I imagine they're 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 nutrient balls, but uh, they almost look kind of like bug eyes. Um, yeah, now that you've mentioned it, I can't unsee it. Now it's just yeah. like this big grinning face with two with two sets of eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, the, the face is actually just like painted on there as a as to lure you into a false sense of security, but like it actually opens up halfway down the middle and there's like a bunch of sharp teeth and stuff in there <laughs> it's like a terrifying spider monster or something maybe secretly exactly probably not probably uh, we'll not. see well, we'll, <laughs> but, we'll read the entries and that will determine all yeah but yeah it's got like five little pink petals that are like very kind of uh cherry blossom flower-esque um same same kind of color palette too, I would say as as as, as cherry blossoms and stuff. Uh, yeah, definitely going for a cherry blossom thing. But yeah, um, only in the sunshine form though. The right. overcast is, uh, like I said, big. Got the got the eggplant palette mostly. Yeah, very purple. Um, what do what do we, what do we got for names here? Cherum, is combining cherry, and cherubim. Or blossom, so not really any different from cherubi, right? Because cherubi was already cherry and cherubim, but they're saying yeah. maybe blossom as well here. Yeah, but uh, and then uh, Bulbapedia also included this tidbit as well. It says it may also involve cherimoya, a fruit-bearing tree, or tirum, Irish for dry, as in dry weather. Sure, seems like a stretch to me, interesting but interesting pull. I, I would expect probably the fruit bearing tree could could be. Yeah, it's cherry. They, they do like that sunny, dry weather, so it's possible. Um, yeah, that seems like quite a stretch to me, but yeah. So that's that's yeah. the English, Spanish, and Italian ch- cherim. Um, Japanese, Japanese as well. Also is cherim. Um, German is uh. Kinoso from Kersha for cherry. Nope. Nospa? Nos- yeah. Nospa Nospa? for bud. Nospe? And sun for sun. Yeah, e- E's are A's and ah. I's are E's kind of. Somna. Cherry Sona. bud sun. Yeah, cherry the uh, yeah, cherry bud sun. Kinoso. Kinoso. Okay. French seriflor from cerise cherry and flor flower. Okay, so cherry flower. It was a uh, cerebu uh, for cheruby. Right. So this is a natural evolution of that. Yeah, that tracks. Uh, Korean is cheriko, which is combining cherry and flower. Cantonese, yingfai, yingfai, cherry blossom okay. and child. And Mandarin Chinese Ying Hua Er for cherry blossom and child. I like. It's interesting that the Chinese has the additional child. Yeah. Connotation. I think it's, that's the most. I mean, because the, and they also had the uh, 
At least the Mandarin was the cherry blossom treasure. Which Before, is bloomed right. into a cherry blossom child, I guess. Yeah, it used seems... the it used the treasure to evolve. The treasure <laughs> is gone. Yeah, the Yingfei, like I, I think that's the most kind of uh, I don't know, eloquent and and apt. It's a, it's it looks like a little cherry blossom child. It does. That's true. Instead of all um, these, you know, portmanteaus of cherry and flower and. Right, bud. they're just saying cherry blossom, basically. But it does yeah. look—it does have a the sort of childlike air about it. It's got yeah. a big, huge grin on its face all the time, you know. It's or I good. guess not all the time. Not when it's in overcast mode. But right, that's weird. Much um, like a child, it has sort of an emo, an emo teen <laughs> phase that it can go into. Yeah, it's uh, seems seems to swing. Uh, pretty, pretty widely into. Nope, not doing anything and happy doing everything. Yeah, high energy when the sun's out, no energy when it's not. Yeah, makes sense. That sounds like uh, how a flower would do. Yeah, um, flower child. Yeah, cherry child. But I don't know. It's like, it's kind of cute. Um, I think. Cherubi's a little cuter, and like, yeah. if my Cherubi's gonna evolve, I think I'd rather it evolve into you know something a little more, I don't know, battle worthy. Like if I if I want a cute Pokemon, I'll just keep it as Cherubi, probably. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. And you only get the the Sunshine form half the time, you know, and so that is a bummer. And yeah, the the Overcast form is like it's just a sad eggplant. <laughs> it's a it's a little bit <laughs> underwhelming. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know. Let's uh, let's see if these entries can can sell us on on the blossom Pokemon. Yeah, let's see what it's capable of. All right, uh, our first entry is going to be from Diamond Version, and it says it blooms during times of strong sunlight. It tries to make up for everything that it endured as a bud. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so when it say, I'm assuming that when they say as a bud they're not talking about when it was a little cherry they're talking about when it was like not bloomed you know oh like an overcast form right because like a bud blooms into oh, a flower okay right? okay 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 i thought i was reading that as, as cherby having suffered some kind of traumatic abuse or something <laughs> like, <laughs> well was... everyone was trying to eat its nutrient orb and now it's right. like i'm back for all of you it could be that <laughs> it could be that like because everyone yeah, no, was I, after its food, like I like, uh, I like the joyous vengeance angle. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a it's a character archetype you don't see very I often. Do, I do like that, yeah, and it fits with the terrifying bug eyes narrative <laughs> as well. Yeah, that that works. But I don't know that that might have to uh, be just my my AU uh, for now. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I I don't know. I'm not I'm not I'm not super confident because bud. You know, like some flowers close at night, but I don't think you then call them a bud. I feel like a bud is right. usually before it has bloomed at all, and it's still just like all just a little green pod, you know? Yeah. I don't, because, yeah, is it maybe it's hmm. flower buds, bud, small lateral or terminal protuberance on the stem of a mm. vascular plant mm. that may develop into a flower, leaf, or shoot. Buds arise from meristem tissue in temperate climates. Trees from resting buds that are resistant to frost in preparation for winter. Oh. Okay. Okay. 
How to open. <laughs> That's okay. I don't <laughs> How to open, bud. <laughs> I don't need to know that, Google. <laughs> it should do well, should do it on its own, really. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be opening those. <laughs> no. Um so yeah, I guess I guess yeah, maybe the little stem coming off the top of the the eggplant form is is could be considered the bud maybe, but I guess I don't know. The the entire form is presumed to be the bud yeah. by this entry so yeah see so, yeah, i guess yeah you know when you when you're in your your overcast form you're you're not doing anything um you're, do you you're know, sad do you know if the pokemon's like stats or capabilities or moves change when it switches forms uh that's a good question like mechanically would... in the game uh Cherim, let's look at you, Gen 8. Because if so, Cherim better be able to, like, learn Sunny Day or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm looking at, like, its its baseline, like, stats on, on Cerebi, and they seem, doesn't seem to have, like, a separate one for Sunshine Form or anything. And its abilities seems the same. Regardless, it's okay. So it has the ability Flower Gifts. Allies attack and special defense are multiplied by one point five during strong sunlight. So that's something, I guess. Okay. Uh, but it seems yeah, to be largely cosmetic. Yeah, me- yeah. Mechanically, it doesn't seem to be that much of a of a benefit. Um, yeah, See, it seems I don't to, know. Yeah, across I, I, all the generations, has has that Flower Gift ability. I could. Uh... I could see the everything it endured as a bud comment. I could see that referring to the overcast form or Cherubi. Either either way, I, I'm not I'm not sure which one they're angling for there. But uh, well, I, I just peeked ahead at the at the next entry a little bit, and it seems to be implying that I think I think the bud is is supposed to be its overcast form. But okay, but yeah, that yeah, does okay. <laughs> that does mean then that. Once it blooms into this super happy face form is when it is making up for everything that it endured. <laughs> so the happy what, vengeance angle is legit. I guess so, yeah, depend, depending on what it's endured. Like, if it just endured, like, you know, bad weather, then... I guess, you know, you have, like, a couple rainy days where you're, uh, um, you know, stuck inside mm. and can't do anything. And mm-hmm. then when the sun finally comes out, you want to go out and, and Make play. Make up for it get some get some sunshine so you know there's there's that angle as well i don't think it's uh enduring like violence or, or whatever as a bud uh i would hope but maybe i don't know um let's uh let's keep going all right our next one is pearl uh which says it is docile as a bud but turns cheerful when it blooms it folds back into a bud if sunlight wanes okay i see what you're talking about here yeah it folds back into a bud. They 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 saw our confusion and and quickly clarified in, mm. in the very next version. Uh huh. The two moods, docile, and cheerful. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I mean, uh, for a flower, like that's probably your your two your two moods, right? Like, you're kind of just on or off. Sure. Yeah. I mean, certainly that it matches. It matches the look. I'm still. I. 
yeah the the making up for everything it endured line is sticking with me but uh cheerfully turns cheerful as it realizes it can exact uh vengeance upon its uh tormentors um gosh i I also like reading it is docile as a bud as uh like a simile like a simile like you know you know how how docile docile as a bud (laughs) which is definitely not what they're going for but um yeah docile i mean flowers like it's not a flower it's a pokemon so i guess i was gonna say like you know flowers are kind of just always docile right because because they are flowers (laughs) but this is a pokemon that resembles a flower so it seems like it's kind of a pushover when it's a bud it's just enduring stuff it's just docile it's like whatever but then once it blooms it's like ah how dare you (laughs) time to ah after 1000 years i'm free (laughs) it's time to conquer earth finally the sun (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh have you uh have you ever seen the mask of zorro um i don't think so i've seen a zorro movie or two but it's it was a long time ago i just watched uh the I think it was called The Mask of Zorro. It's the Antonio Banderas one from, like, the probably late 90s, maybe early 1000s. Maybe that was the one I saw. I, I literally can't remember a single thing about it, though. That seems like the most likely one that you would have saw seen. It's, it's like, it's got Anthony Hopkins in it. Got that big old Z on the cover. Got the big, the big fiery Z. You got the uh, uh, Captain Zeta-Jones there. Anyway, um... It, there was a lots of exacting vengeance going on in that movie. Um, Do you remember in the Daredevil movie when uh, after he uh, kills a criminal in the very early scenes, pretty he weird, se- seemingly leads leaves like a trail of gasoline in the shape of a DD, oh so my that gosh. when the re- when the reporter throws mm. his uh, his lighter onto the ground of the subway station, it, it lights it up, flares it's up. A DD. It's like yeah, Daredevil. What do you you can't even see? Why you? anyway uh, go back to zoro why did you kill a guy and then sign the crime scene in gasoline also why did you supposed to be a crime fighter and specifically not kill people (laughs) holy cow it's like a primary character trait of daredevil is that he does not kill people yeah wild wild stuff not in this movie anyway what's uh what's going on with zoro well a couple of things one, there's lots of vengeance being enacted, and there is a whole mm-hmm. bit where it's like, orig- the original Zorro is Anthony Hopkins, and he gets, like, locked up for 20 years, and then he finally gets out and goes to exact his vengeance, much like Cherim. Right. He's, he's docile while he's, <laughs> while he's locked up in jail, and then he cheerfully resumes his life of pursuing <laughs> revenge. Um yeah, also, just totally. I did not realize that Zorro is Batman. Zorro's just straight up Batman. Like, yeah, that's no, that's Batman's. Batman the movie. is actually Batman is Zorro. <laughs> yeah, bat, the movie he was watching with his parents tonight, they were murdered, was the Mask of Zorro, or right. like, you know, the the old original Zorro, right? So which is yeah. what I, yeah, did, did not realize that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like Zorro is like the son of a wealthy landowner who uh, disguises himself to go out and and fight crimes and defend the people. And he has, uh, Zorro is like, Zorro, he's the fox. And he's got the fox's lair, which is like a big cave underneath his fancy mansion where he (laughs) Mm -hmm. keeps his super special horse. (laughs) 
Like, uh, it's extremely... His, his tank horse. His tank horse, yes. Uh, anyway, not related to Pokemon, but um, Zoro's Batman. Batman Zoro. And and Cherim is them, kind and of, Cherim as well. is also Batman. <laughs> the, the, the masked Avenger. <laughs> Except that... Yeah, it's more of a more of a daytime. Right, uh, not the dark Avenger. night. The, <laughs> yeah. the the light night. The bright night. The bright night. Excuse me. That's much better. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's uh, Bruce Wayne is docile. He's docile <laughs> when the sun is out. Just, just a docile, simple billionaire. <laughs> oh, there's nothing I can do with all these problems with all my vast wealth, but at night I can ah, go punch I can people. Punch people. I watched an episode of the Batman animated series recently because that's the only TV show that I really watch. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it was a Ra's al Ghul episode where Ra's al Ghul is like. The forests, the rainforests are being destroyed. Uh, you had a lot, a lot to answer for as one of the ruling class there, Bruce Wayne. And he's like, Bruce Wayne donates millions of dollars to protect these rainforests. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, they're still getting chopped down at like 120,000 acres a year. It's like, he got you, Bruce. He yeah. Burned dude. you down. Oh my gosh. I, that, 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 that argument they always try to, it's like, oh, we, we donate, you know, uh, a fraction of a fraction of our, you know, massive wealth to, you know, plant a tree or something. Right. Like, gosh, Bruce. The Cherims, they're enduring so much and you need to, you need to. The sun's going to come out. Give them money. And, yeah. and <laughs> they're gonna there will be. for you, Bruce. They're coming for you. There will be a reckoning. <laughs> uh, gosh, um, we've, we've calmed down a, a pretty deep uh, mm. foxhole, yes. if you will. But, uh-huh. uh, Get it? Huh? Foxhole? Uh, the fox's lair. Yeah, that's that's what that yeah. Okay. We we're funny here. We make good <laughs> jokes. <laughs> it's it's a pearl I don't know, there's not a lot to dig into. It's yeah, it, it you know. It's it doesn't do much as a bud and then it turns beautiful when it blooms and then uh when the sunlight goes away it goes back into a bud. It's yeah. it's we're 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 just outlining the, the general mechanics. The rules know? of this flower. It 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 its emotions are what they appear to be. <laughs> <laughs> just what you would expect based on their expressions yeah um let's uh let's see what else we can get into All see right. how many more superhero references we can pull out. <laughs> platinum version says if it senses strong sunlight it opens its folded petals to absorb the sun rays sun's rays with its whole body now see this this is one i just don't believe because if it opened its petals to absorb the sun's rays with its whole body it's it's those petals are a completely different color the body looks entirely different like yeah the body shape is fully some different. kind of some kind of evolution is happening like yeah. some kind of like you know sideways evolution um it's strange it's not just it's not yeah it's not just petals opening because like the petals are way way bigger and completely differently shaped it just doesn't it doesn't make sense yeah is it like it's it has it have to be like shedding a, like an entire skin or something and just have something something different under yeah. there unless it can then, like somehow like tuck those giant fe- petals into some like hidden compartment <laughs> squirrel them away somewhere somehow maybe i guess um where did it say uh i would note that this entry is uh just describing um flowers than how flowers work yeah <laughs> that's what that's where we seem to be headed uh for this this episode maybe 
Um, so Cherubi, uh, Pearl said sunlight colors it red. Oh, um, yeah. Which is normally how it looks like in its overcast form for Cherim. Uh, but, but I guess you could assume that maybe the sunlight is, is causing a difference in colors. But Yeah, that could be. Even that, it's still... Like, it, its face moved up its body onto a head. Like, it's... There's there's an eye there's an eye down there, and now there's not. So like something yeah, something... even if it's like they have similar nubbin legs in both forms, mm-hmm. but e- even so, it's like yeah, what is that little what is that little line that is gone when it turns into daylight form? Like if that's not an eye, then it's just a weird little stripe that goes away when it turns yeah. into daylight form. It's. I don't know. It's really interesting that they decided to make this Pokemon and have it be one that like changes like that, but not have it really resemble right. either, like either of them. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. It's a weird design choice. It feels like it feels weird that, that that you wouldn't make it look like the same Pokemon between the two forms. Yeah, or at least you know, like a like a Transformer style, like you know. I can't like I can't connect one to the other really. It's hard to find any any right. points where you could say, "Oh, this turned into that." It's like, "Oh, it looks like a, almost a totally different Pokemon." But here we are. Um, maybe uh, I don't know. Like like I've said before, you know, Diamond Diamond Pearl's kind of my least engaged with generation. Um, so I I I personally think design quality took a bit of a dip um at this point in time i do really like i like cherubi cherubi's cute that's I true it's yeah good like, design but yeah cherim kind of loses me a little bit yeah I, I think yeah if i if i get a cherubi i think i'm just gonna leave it leave it as that you know yeah um Too except it's, i already evolved it oh, it's well. nutrient ball is gonna get engorged and just overflowing <laughs> <laughs> and you're just gonna be staring at it and being like i know that would taste good <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta keep eating the nutrient ball, actually. Or yeah, I guess it'll grow a new one usually, yeah. right? We or you, assume. Yeah, you, you let it get so big that it's like too heavy for it to to nimbly dodge you. Maybe I don't know. That's, that's a long term. That's uh, how you know it's ready to ready to harvest. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe we can harvest these these two little cherries on on the sunlit forms forehead. Um. Unless they're eyes, I don't know. Unless they are eyeballs, yeah. They look like little gumballs, so I don't yeah. know. They've got that kind of sheen to them. I suspect that they are delicious, but they, I don't know, historically have told us when <laughs> elements of Pokemon are delicious. <laughs> That's true, yeah. If, if if you can't eat a Pokemon, the Pokedex will usually tell you. <laughs> I mean, I guess as far as we know. Yeah, you know. Um, this is... Uh, uh, probably, probably, I don't know, like a like a, a, a around a four or five on the on the edibility scale. <laughs> we can't, we can't no. introduce that scale. Not not one we're gonna be we're digging into, but but it's it's yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe these other entries will will uh, mention eating it at some point. Um, let's keep going. <laughs> Heart Gold and Soul Silver says, During times of strong sunlight, its bud blooms, its petals open fully, and it becomes very active. They're they're trying to lie to me still. That's that's not I mean it's the bud, bud blooms, blooms, petals open fully, and then it just transforms into a completely different Pokemon, maybe <laughs> like. It becomes very active. 
But is there like a middle stage where like we actually see what's under the the petals on on the overcast form? Like, no, of course not. No, no, uh, no, no. It becomes yeah. active. It begins pursuing revenge. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what else it would do. It's um, all I know is that it's in you know endured things as a bud mm-hmm. and presumably wants to make up for that. So uh, very mysterious. Yeah, you know. That's that's you know sometimes people don't always tell you why they're seeking revenge and, mm. and then it's like a big character reveal right, uh, yeah. right before they die or something. You gotta play that close so, to the chest. Yeah, gosh, yeah, you gotta gotta really get your friendship uh, level up with with Charon before it'll reveal to you <laughs> who wronged it. Uh, just like Zoro. Um, <laughs> yeah. Gosh, uh, not not getting too much from Heart Gold and Soul Silver here. Uh, yes, it seems. Yeah, more or less the same as Platinum, just kind of like, here's what it does. Just letting you know, this is how you make it transform. Don't yeah. be confused. Yeah, pretty pretty straightforward. Just sunlight, you know? I don't know, maybe, maybe they're trying to drop hints to like, hey, use use the sunny move. Right. Or sunny day move, and, and you'll get a whole new Pokemon for the duration of that battle. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because like, like, I think... At least in the older games, like it was, just, it's just it's naturally in its overcast form. So like that's all it ever showed up as, right? Like, in your so Pokedex you could conceivably just like accidentally go through the whole game and never know, right? So maybe they need to talk about the sunlight in every entry so that yeah, <laughs> you'll figure it out. Really, really trying to drop some hints. Um, but we've uh, quite quite a jump from from Heart Gold and Soul Silver all the way to Sword and Shield. Oh wow, yeah. If- See if they've got any. This is like Sword and Shield. Like these are the games that that brought Cherim back. They're like, okay, we're gonna put Cherim in our game, and they they gave it actually separate entries for its Sunshine form, which I think you can actually have as a more like actual partner, like in your party. Like when it suddenly like, it transforms and then it maybe stays like that for a while. I'm not positive. You'd have to. I guess I've I've probably got a Cherim. I've caught them all. I could do some research, but I've got one um, on my team. In, in Sword and Shield. Does it usually stay as, or, as Cherim? Well, though? I think I like just evolved it. Uh, I haven't messed around yeah. with it much. I might have evolved it and then immediately boxed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's entirely that's, possible. That's the way to play in Sword and Shield awesome. when you've just got that box available at yeah, all times. I got I got other I got other grass types that I want to evolve. I got places yeah. to be. Right. <laughs> Cherim. Um but yeah, Sword, Sword and Shields, uh, so uh, I would hope that they maybe expand on, on their entries a bit. Uh, okay. But we'll see. So our first one's from Sword, and this is these are the, the bud form ones that we're doing first. Mm-hmm. Um, Sword says, as a bud, it barely moves. It sits still, placidly waiting for sunlight to appear. Placidly. Just not yeah. doing much. Hanging out and Docile. Yeah, I mean, that seems to be the go-to for... For, for the overcast form, and you know, as, as a bud, just uh, just waiting. Much like a real flower. Yeah. As a bud, it barely moves. It's, it's still placidly waiting for sunlight to appear. Yeah. It sits, sits still waiting placidly for its trainer to read its Pokedex entry so it knows how to make it bloom. <laughs> please, please, get me out just of this. On, just, just read, just, just any Pokemon, just make, make them use that sunny day move. I would love to exact my revenge <laughs> uh, gosh but yeah I don't know uh, pretty 
not much more from Sword, honestly. <laughs> Seems, yeah, I knew I, it was I, I, I kind of gathered already. that. Yeah. But. This is just going so far as to explain that docile means like no, it really like just doesn't even move. It just sits <laughs> there and waits. Yeah, it's a it's a vegetable. Which makes it, you know, all the more surprising that there's not like stat differences or, you know. Right, right. Like I would expect there to be like, oh, defense is high and attack is low when it's in overcast form and vice versa right because because there's other pokemon that have abilities like that that'll yeah. have like you know uh oh it's shell broke so right. it's you know defense lowered but its speed went up right or something. yeah what is that but, like it's like brittle or weak armor or something like that yeah i think so yeah um but uh shield seems to have some actual uh stuff going on though shield says its folded petals are pretty tough Bird Pokemon can peck at them all they want, and Cherim won't be bothered at all. Okay. All okay. right. Now That's... I really feel like there should be stat differences. <laughs> <laughs> right? Also, I like the... It, they're pretty tough. Like, pretty is, like, the most obscure, like... And, like, conversational. Adjective modifier. <laughs> like, not like... an encyclopedia adjective. No, no. It's not... Not the kind of info we're looking for, um, but but you know, tough enough for both bird Pokemon to pick at them, you know, uh, to no avail. Yeah, I mean yeah. that that's a little more instructive about what what they are capable of. Now this makes me think even more that so, okay, Cherubi, um, it's 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 a storage ball has become filled with nutrients, and so it starts sucking it up to shrivel that thing, and then. The little leaf coming out of Cherubi's head grows these purple petals that kind of engulf the Cherubi and protect it from birds and stuff mm. until the sun comes out and it can actually, you know, fully Bloom. evolve. Right. It's, it's almost like a middle evolution, but it's just they didn't want to... Right, yeah. Because it, it does look more like Cherubi when it's in its overcast form. Right. Interesting. It, yeah, because it looks like the, the, the storage ball is turned into like a, a blooming purple flower that's yeah, like protecting it, it. It clearly it clearly goes through some kind of uh, you know, physical transformations between overcast and sunlight form, sunshine form. Right. Some kind of metamorphosis like a cocoon. But it's um, repeatable and reversible. Yeah. Just interesting. Um yeah, I guess, you know, when the sun's out, it's active enough to probably defend itself properly. Yeah, or, um, or at least, yeah, move around enough that it's not just getting wildly pecked by bird Pokemon. Yeah, which uh, now we know what it's enduring, I guess. Yeah, um, and who it needs to go get vengeance upon. Yeah. Uh, come here, Taylor. You're going down. I mean, you're still weak Starly. to bird Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the other thing, is that if you read that entry and then you get into a fight and a bird Pokemon uses Peck on your Cherim, it's gonna destroy yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> immediately. I Cherim can't. will there's be like bothered ch- at all. Actually, turns out there's there's a term for that. Like we're 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 like game logic doesn't match up with like you know actual mechanics. Yeah, it's but it's. Uh, I haven't been listening to Waypoints. Ludo narrative dissonance. Yeah, is it that one. That's that a, sounds that's like a thing that they've talked about on Waypoints Ludo before. Narrative dissonance. That might be 
that might be thematic yeah, the, dissonance the, rather than mechanical or maybe it's th- dissonance between themes and mechanics the conflict between a video game's narrative told through the story and the narrative told through the gameplay there you go yeah yeah dang we're, we're, we're real video game podcasters <laughs> now I used I used the phrase ludo narrative dissonance somewhat correctly, so we have arrived. Welcome to the big time. <laughs> uh, only took a hundred and something episodes, but yeah, that's uh, I this this whole podcast is kind of an examination of of ludo narrative dissonance. Yeah, for real. In, in Pokemon, that's, <laughs> there's a lot of Pokedex entries that that uh, evoke that feeling for sure. Um, this one included. Uh, because uh, bird Pokemon, they can peck at my cherub once, and it'll probably uh, faint. So yeah, pedal pedals up or not, but I don't know. For 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 the nature show angle, where I you know right, kind of remove myself from like the mechanics yeah, of the actual exactly, games. Where we and just stuff, don't worry it's... about the the reality of because we do have to do that uh, quite a bit. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, willful suspension of disbelief of. The Ludo narrative dissonance is uh, <laughs> something we we definitely engage in here at Beyond the Ball. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got two more entries though, and these are entries specifically for its sunshine form. So I'm very curious to see if we'll get into the actual vengeance it's uh, enacting. All right, the sunshine form for Sword says. After absorbing plenty of sunlight, Cherim takes this form. It's full of energy while it's like this, and its liveliness will go on until sundown. Yeah. Liveliness. I mean... I'm starting to imagine the sunshine form of Cherim as just being like an overexcited toddler. It just like <laughs> is on a sugar high, like running yeah. around all excited. Yeah, like just drinking in that... That sunshine, like a little Kool-Aid bottle, yeah, like a the, like a sweet sweet called? Capri Sun. Yeah. Oh, the the like waxy Kool-Aid bottles where you would like twist the thing off at the top. Yeah. Were they called jammers? Yeah. That that sounds right. No, Kool-Aid jammers are like the Capri Sun knockoffs. Oh, are they? What well, what are those? Because well, I definitely remember having those and being like Kool-Aid nips. Bottles. Are they nips? Nibs? Kool-Aid. Here's- can't remember here we go here we go kool-aid bursts i guess they're called I mean, at least they're called that now Kool-Aid bursts um, do they still make those can i uh, have some yeah yeah they seem to be available um at, at these online uh stores i've really been i i may have already talked about this on the podcast but i've really been we talked about capri sun pretty recently <laughs> did we <laughs> okay. for sure well and then also <laughs> Uh, Callie and I got uh, fruit roll-ups and fruit by the foot and gushers recently. She got like a multi-pack Ooh. of all of those. Nice. So we're a really nostalgia feeling, multi-pack. feeling the nostalgia. What are they called? Kool-Aid blasts? Kool-Aid bursts. Bursts. Because you just kind of squeeze it and then it all bursts down your throat, <laughs> I guess. Gross. Oh, man. It's you Kool-Aid, can get a six-pack for $1 on Walmart.com. I mean, yeah. Kool-Aid bursts. It's, one ball. I'm sure they spent like, you know, a tenth of that on, on the packaging. On the so. sugar water and wax that <laughs> Yeah. Ugh. Gross. Two point five cents for per fluid ounce. Good. <laughs> Big fan of the high C ju- juice boxes as well. Mm. Those are those are popular back in the day. Let's see if Anyway. Uh, 
I this is an entirely different podcast, but I do kind of want to read reviews of Kool-Aid bursts off of Walmart.com. <laughs> Who's reviewing? <laughs> <laughs> nice low calorie drink. Five stars. <laughs> One star. It tasted like toothpaste. Oh no! Oh boy! Toothpaste. Toothpaste has a variety of flavors. I had uh, had bubblegum toothpaste growing up. That uh, oh yeah was uh, very sweet. A difficult temptation to to not just eat it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, that's probably why they don't make more sweetly flavored toothpastes because they don't want children yeah. to just guzzle it down. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a tricky balance you've got to strike. Yeah. Um, pack our squeezable bottles for your next adventure away from home. Thanks, Kool Aid bursts. I'm I'm tempted, Kool Aid bursts. Maybe someday. <laughs> it is. It is only a dollar. Dirt cheap. <laughs> There's not a lot of reasoning not to do it, other than that it's bad for me and the environment. Yeah. Um, but that's never stopped uh, humanity before. Hey. Anyway, what's, uh, that's, uh, yeah, it's... It gets it's, hyperactive. It, it gets a, a Kool-Aid burst of sunshine and, and just <laughs> bursts through walls, I guess, and uh, finds all the birds that wronged it and probably still gets uh, hurt by them because they're flying types. Uh, but that's, uh, that's, that's Cherim. Um, what's, uh, we've got... Yeah, one more entry. It's it's full of energy while it's like this. It's like, yeah, okay. It's it's an all or nothing situation with charm yeah. and energy. Like I wish I could be like that. Like I could I wish like when I wake up, I'm just full of energy until sundown and then it's like, all right. And then I don't flip move. the switch off and then I sleep for 8 hours straight, please. Yeah. But, <sighs> alas, maybe I need to get some Kool-Aid bursts like you said. So <laughs> that's not going to do it. That's not going to help. Uh, Wake up God. and just jam some Kool-Aid. <laughs> That's how I yeah. start my day. Listen, I just don't talk to me until I've had my Kool-Aid burst. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get you a mug that says, don't talk to me until I've had my Kool-Aid burst. <laughs> uh, why would no you creamer, have a mug to you. put your Kool-Aid into? God, just imagine. Yeah. Uh, squeezing the, the Kool-Aid burst into a mug would be would be wonderful. Uh, um, good what's stuff. Our, what's our final entry? Final entry is the Sunshine Form entry from Shield version. It says, The faint scent that emanates from its full blossom entices bug Pokemon to it. Oh. Well, I have questions about that. <laughs> Tell me more about that. Does it... Wow, yeah, this is there's all kinds them? of stuff going on here. Is it pollinating yeah. with them? Because like that's something like plants do, so like pitcher plants and stuff. Yeah, you know? both. Like, yeah, it's. Is it pollination? Is it food? Is it neither? Is it just looking for people to hang out with? It's just a coincidence, you know. They just happen to show up, you know. Yeah, they just uh, happen to smell a way that uh, bug Pokemon like. Yeah, <sighs> I can't imagine. Cherim's eating anything unless you know my theory of like you know a, a hidden you know face mm, underneath right, the, the, the terrifying but yeah no by the way no mention of the uh, forehead balls no don't know um, what those are not sure what that's all about and uh yeah I thought there was something else that they were not answering but I guess there's plenty that they're not <laughs> answering 
<laughs> yeah, take your pick. Still don't know what the forehead balls are about. Still don't know. Like, I guess I assume it doesn't eat bug Pokemon because it's it seems to be drawing its energy entirely from the sun. Um, yeah. Why entice bug Pokemon to you? Yeah, I mean, there's some pretty cute ones out there, um, but they probably want to eat you. I think bug is also super effective against yeah, grass. It is. Uh, this Pokemon just seems ripe for attracting all of its natural predators. Yeah, and I'm not sure. It doesn't have a lot. Of, I mean, I guess it's got those powerful petals, and it's full of energy when the sun is out. So that that's how it, it keeps itself alive. It's either super defensive or very high high energy. Yeah. Hmm. It's only emanating the scent, you know, in its sunshine form. And so that's the only time bug Pokemon are going to come around, and presumably it's got enough energy to... To nimbly dodge them. If, if, you know, if Cherubi was nimbly dodging, you know, birds and stuff, like... Yeah, I mean, Cherubi... Surely, surely Cherubi's <laughs> capable. barely even had legs, <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. Nimbly... It's a ball, like, what is it nimbly <laughs> doing anything? Just rolling around. I guess it does have little nubbin feet. I forget. Yeah. But, like... It's, like, just feet. Like, there's no legs. <laughs> right. At least Cherim just... has, like, arms. So I imagine it could, like, balance a little better to, like, run around and stuff. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I guess if you want to catch some bug Pokemon, you can set up a set up a Cherim during the sunlight. Yeah. 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 Not clear why Cherim is doing that, but if you if you wanted to take advantage of it, you sure could. Yeah, it's 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 a type of thing where it's like, you know, usually, you know, odd behavior or things like that in like the natural world and like, you know, the real world, like oh, this attracts these types of pokemon to it or or animals to it to and it helps them do something else like or it um it's a way for it to, you know, lure out prey. It's to like a, it. yeah, right. Or some but, kind of symbiotic relationship or yeah. But maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just another uh, spronking thing where uh, we no don't really know why it does that. Also, this is another entry that uh, can could just be describing uh, a flower. Right, yeah. Yeah, bugs love flowers. Yeah. They're all about that stuff. I mean, bees love flowers and some other bugs. Some other bugs. Yeah. Uh, what do we want to say about Cherim? I don't, I don't know. I'm not... It's a... Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a it's a bright night. <laughs> uh, what, what's what's is, Gordon's speech it, it, at the end of Dark Knight oh, Returns, okay. and yeah. how do we just how, how do we just he, go? <laughs> he 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 says a few different descriptors. He's like a watchful protector, a dark knight. Yeah, we just need to yeah copy paste that speech, but but put bright. A bright night. <laughs> Jerem's not the hero that uh, the Kanto region deserves. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's from what's the Diamond Pearl? <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, not Kanto or Johto. Or uh, Sinnoh. Sinnoh. Yeah. Okay. More appropriately, it would be a specific whatever the big city is in that region. A bright night, comma. The hero protector. that Sinnoh deserves. Right. That's what he lands on. Deserves or needs? I can't. Uh. I think. Not he's like not, not the, the hero that we right need now. right now, but the one that we deserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Man, I can't. I can't remember the philosophical gymnastics of that movie. Uh, yeah. Well, because it's contrasting him with Harvey Dent, right? So. Right. Right. 
because he was the hero that Gotham needed, but they didn't deserve him. Yeah. Which, Except also what? he was like kind of messed up. Like, yeah. Well, that's uh, anyway. We can't we can't dissect uh, the Dark Knight on this podcast. No. 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 But um, uh, but suffice to say that uh, Jerem is a bright knight, the hero that Sinnoh deserves, because it will it will exact its vengeance upon uh, uh, only the ones that wronged it. But you know uh, we can assume that maybe they're also bad and deserve that vengeance. Uh, yeah, I mean, birds just trying to <laughs> birds just trying to make a living. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need to clean the city streets of these birds. Uh, oh boy! Uh, I don't know, Cherim. You're you're an odd one. Cherim is an odd one. My main takeaway from Cherim is um, that I want to I want to watch some Batman. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I want to watch more episodes of Batman where people call him out uh, for being a bad billionaire. Which is uh, spoiler alert: all billionaires. He does, uh, yeah, he does do better. There's that, uh, there's that also, that episode where, um, Poison Ivy is kidnapping, uh, rich people to her, like, Yeah, and, like, turning them into and trees. And turning them into trees, yeah. Yeah, and that she was a good one. And she tries to do it to Bruce Wayne, bec- and, but at the beginning of the episode, it's like, Bruce is on the phone with someone, and he's, like, chewing them out, and being like, cancel this project, no, because it's like, it was, he got involved in some sort right. of, like, slash and burn operation, or someone, like, mm-hmm. almost involved him in that, and he's like, never! No, <laughs> I love bad. the rainforest. I'm a 90s cartoon protagonist. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, good stuff. Uh, what's uh, what's the humanity for Jerem? Um, I mean... Give it a point for vengeance? Give it a point for vengeance. Maybe give it a point for the mood swings. Yeah. I relate I, to I'm, that, sort of. I'm, I'm feeling like around a three. Yeah. Cause it's cause pretty it's much still, just a flower, but you know, it's, it's got still a... still just does, a flower, but yeah. It's human stuff. A little bit. The moodiness, the energy, the energy shifts. That's that's somewhat human, although not so directly tied to sunlight usually. But you know, right? You know, we can give you, it a couple uh, of points. You know, uh, a, a dose of sunlight or a, uh, a Kool Aid burst—it's all the yeah, same, right? Tomato, tomato. <laughs> um, deadliness. I would like to give it a, a point uh, for deadliness, uh, based on our vengeance, vengeance assumptions. <laughs> but I don't. I don't think I can. Yeah, in, in scientific not. faith, make up know. for everything is not enough to justify any actual danger. And that is the only, you know, possible. Like it's not even directly, but it's imp- it's maybe implying some kind of violence it could possibly do. Yeah, like, this this is definitely a, a deadliness one. I think, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Okay. Uh, pet could be wounds. a good pet though. Yeah, it seems like a fun. You know, yeah, everybody loves an energetic pet. You know, yeah, right? and it's on the same schedule as you. It'll calm down when the sun goes down and be super yeah. docile and easy to handle. Yeah, like I think that's a great pet, and you don't have to worry about like the birds. Like they, they right. can peck all they want. Yeah, it they takes can get care in of there. itself. Yeah, uh, it attract. It does attract bugs. <laughs> it does attract bugs, and well, I do like bug Pokemon. Uh, 
we we had a a, a riveting discussion of of black flies earlier this episode. <laughs> yes, we so. did. That's true. I can't remember if we were recording for that or not. Were we? We were. Uh, we were. Yeah. yeah. I for some reason told a story about mass murdering uh, black flies on the podcast. I don't know why. Um. <laughs> yeah, and that's not ideal. Nobody so wants I guess, that. I think that bumps it down to like what an eight then yeah i think we could give it an eight i i can't see any reasons why it would not be a, a pretty stellar pet unless unless that energy is too much for you i i think it could be a, a right. real good pet good pet for like a, a child especially like on a summer yeah. vacation you know like they're they're gonna have stuff to do together all, all the time plus then it's like it's nighttime your kid doesn't want to go to sleep and it's like look cherim's ready for bed why don't yeah. you get ready for bed too huh don't you want to be ready to play with cherim tomorrow yeah it's gonna yeah. wake up bright and early you better be ready go to sleep go to sleep <laughs> Oh gosh! Um, yeah, great pet. Great pet. That's Cherim. Not. Uh, I don't not the feel most like interesting I... Pokemon, but I think we've got we we ended up on some interesting tangents nonetheless. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's what matters. Yeah. This podcast well. is a much as much about like just whatever <laughs> random stuff pops into our heads. This is much about the '90s as it is about Pokemon. Yeah, that's that's. It's a, a, a re-examination of our, of our childhood and, and the drinks we used to share. Right, through the lens of Pokemon. Right, and the cartoons we used to watch and et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Right. At least on the episodes where there's not a lot to dig into with the Indians, <laughs> Yeah, you know? at least when we're not busy being horrified for our lives. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll toss the coin and, and see what kind of entries we get on our next episode uh, yeah. as we talk about uh, this Pokemon. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. Should be fun, as always. Uh, thanks so much for listening. And thank you to PokemonDB.net. Is that right? I yeah, that's right. PokemonDB.net. Okay. Pokemon yeah, that's, that's correct. I've, I've said this 100 and something times. And yeah, but we, we took a break. We recorded an episode early. We took a break because I was on vacation, and now it's all gone. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Um Okay, yeah, PokemonDB.net, uh, and Poke- uh, Bulbapedia, uh, Cerebee, all, all the great Pokemon fan sites out there doing in, doing the work. Um, couldn't couldn't do this podcast without you. I mean, we could, but, it, we could, it'd but it be would be a, a huge a, pain. A lot of work. To, it'd be so much work. Gosh, oh, my gosh. Catching all the Pokemon in, yeah. po- in, in each generation. In every oh. generation, yeah. It would be a colossal amount of work to even Oof. get started playing doing this. Yeah, so, so, so definitely thank you. Can um, you imagine... <laughs> we'd have to like it was like okay we rolled Chir- cherubi this time i gotta go catch one and then use the various services to transfer them across right to each to diamond pearl platinum heart gold soul silver sword and shield but then also you wouldn't know which entries were dupes so you would have to do it for like oh yeah you have know? to double check well i mean you could mm. Anyway, uh, this is this is a horrible alternate reality that we uh, thankfully do not exist in, so we do not have to actually worry about it. But thank you to PokemonDB.net <laughs> yes. for protecting uh, us from that. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, if uh, if you if you're enjoying the show, um, let us know. Uh, go beyond the ball at gmail.com and on, on Twitter. And I guess yeah, we're we're on Facebook too. You can probably find us. I don't know if it's got a specific name. Probably go beyond the ball as well. Uh, Who could say? But yeah, we actually got a very uh, lovely email recently from a listener um, 
uh, just after our, our 100th episode. Uh, and it was uh, so wonderful Truly. and elo- eloquent that we just had yeah. to had to read it on the show yeah i think i think we we owe it to this list <laughs> to share to, and, and to all of you really so to, to gardevoir we uh we we received this email it says will and Braden, a toast 100 episodes strong here's to 100 more and 100 more etc your podcast rocks perhaps it is one of the great living works of our time by taking on the task of elucidating each pokemon the very medium of the podcast is elevated why read every Pokedex entry? Why do anything at all? In searching for the Pokemon, we find ourselves. The task of covering each Pokedex entry is easily one deserving of the description Herculean, yet I think Sisyphean is a more apt title. <laughs> Some may disparage the eager Pokedex connoisseur. Why waste your time on Pokemon? What the critics fail to understand is that the quest of the Pokedex is fundamentally no different from any other quest. It is naturally meaningless. From the void, constructing life inevitable, does beauty flourish. As if to spit in death's face and kickflip onto its casket, the Pokemon connoisseur affronts all deemed absurd. The Pokemon connoisseur imbues life by their own terms. There is no greater joy. The medium of the podcast is one that you artfully turn into a living expression of the human purpose, particularly the fondness of friendship and connection, a rare anchor in a cosmic stream of constant impermanence. By confronting the pocket monster on the outside, we begin to see the pocket monster on the inside. In time, they too change. People heal. We all evolve. Running a podcast can feel like a mad dash to nowhere sometimes, but in that mad dash, countless spotted eggs cherish every single step. Don't stop running. Don't look back. Forever living beyond society's balls. Gardevoir. I just... You you get us, you know? You get us, Gardevoir. You understand. I yeah, I I I can't I don't think I've read higher praise. <laughs> I know it's like yeah, I uh I feel so 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 seen. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. Sisyphean comment in particular <laughs> is very good. It's very good. Uh it's So thank you so much. It is certainly a a quest that has, you know, allowed us to explore uh, our connections and friendships as, as well uh, as as was very evident this episode as we uh, delved into right. our journeyed well into some, some obscure corners of our friendship and connection. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's what happens when when we explore uh, beyond the boundaries of the ball and have a good time talking about Pokemon. So yeah, you know, uh, if 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 you uh, feel similarly to Quartafar, let us know. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Can't guarantee we'll uh, read like all the emails we get, uh, but if uh, if they're as uh, wonderful as this one was, maybe we'll see. Um, We're just gonna be singing our own praises into the into the void. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's it. Are we done? <laughs> anyway, Anything we're done. Else? We already did all the sign-off stuff, except for the actual sign-off. Oh, no. <laughs> I gotta go order some Kool-Aid blasters. <laughs> They're burst, Will, burst. <laughs> oh, no. I'm gonna order the wrong ones. You're gonna get a squirt gun that shoots Kool-Aid or something. I mean, I'm not mad. Only Kool-Aid. I guess that's not a problem. Uh, my name is Brayden. My name is Will. Go beyond the ball.
I may actually order some. I don't know. We'll <laughs> They're see. They're only a dollar. They're only a dollar. I'm putting together like a big internet order anyway. Yeah, just throw some throw some Kool-Aid <laughs> first on there. They'll be in the package. You don't have to worry about paying shipping. It's fine. Yeah.